Welcome everybody to Wolf Sheep. I am Luis Cavedo. I'm Matthew Walker. And, and we are joined by special guest John Garcia. John. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said your name. I should have just yeah, he was ready to introduce himself, Louis. Thank well, you for having me. Yeah, yeah, no, we're glad to have you. Uh, big fan of the show or follower, listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, John. Just uh, maybe three quick things. Oh, okay. Um, I recently moved from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am 24, and I don't know. John likes long walks on the beach. I like he long likes to walks be called on the beach. Cuddle boo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are you originally from Puerto Rico? I well, my parents are. Okay. I was born in Fort Lauderdale. My parents mm-hmm. are Puerto Rican, but I'm, I'm adopted, so I'm not okay. technically Puerto Rican. But I'll, you know, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I still call myself Puerto Rican because it makes it easier. Yeah. Were you were they up in Wisconsin? Your my my mom is. My okay. dad's down here. Huh. Yeah, no, it's uh I'm just thinking Puerto Rico to Wisconsin. That's a big uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Climate change. That was that, that yeah. was out of nowhere. It wasn't my fault. Cool. Yeah. I went to Wisconsin once for a wedding. It was horrible. It was <coughs> so cold. It's not that bad. Oh my gosh. They've got that. a what's that place? Well, they we got them down here now too, but Culvers, they got Culvers <gasps> up there. Oh, they had Wawa up there too. <clears throat> oh, now we got really? that here too. We had Wawa and Culvers. Oh, thank you for bringing those with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this week we uh, we're sorry about last week, but hey, we're back. So, uh topic so get inception. Over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> topic inception. Uh this week we're going to talk about being happy with who you are or if you're happy with who you are or wanting to be somebody else and the reason we got around to this was uh i was at work one day and we've got a couple of like giants that come to the cleaners like six foot seven people oh yeah seven foot people and normally i'm not very self-aware of my height but in a situation like that when you gotta actually like crane your neck to look up it's like oh okay well i'm thinking about my height and, you know, there's a specific number that goes with that. And I was thinking, all right, it's a 5'9". And then, I I know you weren't a comic book guy, but yeah. we used to get these uh, encyclopedias, or it was the Who's Who, or it was called the Marvel Handbook. The cool thing about those books yeah. were it would give you, like, a short history of the character uh-huh. or different characters and give you their stats. Born in New York, New Jersey, uh, height, five foot. 10, 5 foot 12, 6 foot 5, 265 pounds, etc. And it was kind of cool to have all that data. And as a kid, you know, or as you grow up, you start realizing, well, which ones would you fit to? Because most superhero uh, characters are like <coughs> over 6 foot at least. Right. 6 foot and up. And I was <clears throat> connected with Peter Parker, Spider Man, because he's 5 foot 9. He's my height. It's like, okay, well, at least one of them's about my height. So right, but like, wasn't he 14 too? No, as an as an adult, as a grown man. Okay. Uh, Stop taking my power away. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you say all that because like all those stats make them real people, give them a quality that you could kind of be like them, you know. Well, one of the funny things to me uh, with the the comparisons between the movies. Mm And the comics yeah. is, you know, Wolverine played by Hugh Jackman. Yeah. What's he, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, yeah. He's huge. And in the comics, Wolverine is made to fit the mold of a Wolverine. A small creature, uh, hairy, okay. kind of berserk. 
Yeah. He, in the comics, he's five foot three. Yeah. Super heavy because of his bone metal, all that. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I guess that short, hairy, tough guy mold doesn't fit into the com- into the, the oh, movie yeah, universe. Yeah. yeah you know, that, they had to go with yeah, something. Yeah, they couldn't uh, put Danny DeVito out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? They, uh, the guy that wrote Wolverine for a long time, he, back in the 70s or 80s, they were asking him, well, who would be a good fit to play Wolverine? And back in those days, he wanted Bob Hoskins to play him. Oh, Roger Rabbit. Jessica yeah. Rabbit, back in your day. Yeah. It all goes back to yep. Jessica Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Yep. Golly. All right. Uh, let's get started with some questions. Lewis has a thing for Jessica Rabbit. Oh, oh I know. That's all I'll say. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Who did you want to be growing up? <laughs> I wanted to be Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was messed. I was a hot mess. Uh, well, this is very accurate. I didn't want to be a woman. I just wanted to be a superhero, and she was the only one that like I saw and watched. Well, you you say that and we laugh every time, but it's not like that's a bad thing. It's not a bad ideal because you want to live up to. <clears throat> that I just kind of yeah like status. strong heroic and and that was the image that was per- portrayed on TV. Well, I mean, look at the yeah. qualities. You know, that I never found Linda Carter particularly attractive. Oh, I don't know that I found her attractive either. I just but the, she was strong. She yeah, was pretty the whole idea was, of being know. a superhero and I don't know, just powerful. Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about you, John? Me, I wanted to be like. I don't know if they know anything about anime, but there's an anime called Dragon Ball Z. <coughs> and the main character, he's like this really he's like he's like, he's an alien. Right. And so but he looks human. And um <clears throat> I wanted to be like tall and buff like him mm-hmm. and stuff, but I didn't want to be him. I kind of want to be the next best thing cuz I didn't want his responsibility. Cuz I'm thinking like okay, what if I'm in, in the world that he's in right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know it's, like, not someone who's real, you know? It's not, like, I don't know, who's someone that's real? Uh, like a celebrity. Brad Pitt. Like Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. No, no, that's fine. I, my ideal was based off of, you know, no news here was Batman. That was the first mm-hmm. movie I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always a big influence on me. Not that I wanted to grow up because, you know, he's the one that portrayed it. Not that I wanted to grow up to be Michael Keaton, Bruce oh, Wayne, yeah. Batman. But yeah. it was just the idea of being able to put the suit on and actually, you know, have all the gadgets and go out and fight crime. So that was yeah. that was what I wanted to be. That was who I wanted to be growing up, was a superhero. And I, I don't think that's unnatural for most people. Or, mm. you know, for some, some kids, maybe they were watching football and they wanted to be Mean Joe Green or, you know, something along those lines. Right. But, Something bigger than what you are at that particular point in time. Right. I remember watching the, like, the Superman movie and seeing that one time where he flew around the world backwards and mm-hmm. and turned, uh, back, turned time. back time. And I'm like, that would be cool. There's some things I'd like to go turn back, you know. But oh. like Batman was probably the first real superhero movie I saw, you know. It was, but, yeah, it was yeah. probably the big, first big successful one. But, yeah. yeah. How close or how <coughs> far... Are you or we from being that now, and why? I.e., limitations. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, there's no limitations. If I wanted to be Wonder Woman today, I could. <laughs> no, I, I, 
you know, I'm not close to that anymore. My life's changed dramatically since they they systematically canceled Wonder Woman and ruined my childhood. <laughs> um, and then they canceled He-Man and put on She-Ra. And so it was just, I was surrounded by feminine influences. <coughs> that's another podcast. Um, uh, but there was still, okay. <laughs> aside from, Lewis is going into psychology now. Aside from, yeah. from the breasts and, wow. <laughs> and everything else. Wow. There's still an ideal there. that that you would have liked to have <laughs> lived up lived up to, right? Yeah, I just wanted. I, here's what I wanted to be. I didn't want to be little and small and like, you know, like I was always short. I was always picked on. I was the little kid, so I kind of I, there was a point I wanted to be faster, stronger. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be on. You know, the hero, come out on top. Okay. So I I'd say I'm doing pretty well these days i'm happy with who i am i no longer want to be wonder woman okay that's a that's a good goal to reach out yeah to. john how about you yeah get me off the hook oh, how close or far are you <laughs> um i'm not close at all in the least because i'm not an alien you're like <laughs> six foot five and buff right um no there's i know specifically what you're yeah. talking about dragon ball z and goku yeah. and all the different characters and w- Growing up watching that, like we were, my brother and I were big anime fans, so we would watch that kind of stuff. And you're, it's it's next to impossible to live up to that body mold. Right, right. Where it's just, it's not even, because they were, to a certain degree, kind of lanky too, because of how tall they were, but mm. it's like muscle upon muscle upon muscle upon oh, muscle. Yeah. You're supposed oh, to be wow. able to fly and control your key and all, do all these, mm-hmm. you know, superb impossible thing and they got bigger too and, exactly That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> as they turn super saiyan all of a sudden yep. they keep growing and yeah. they can change their hair too right they can turn blonde oh, if they I, want i want to do that i want a better <laughs> hairline i want to be a dragon ball z don't, ju- don't jump the gun <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sorry sorry <laughs> and you gotta save the world yeah no and i i just i don't have uh five billion dollars and uh <laughs> and i can't parade around in a cape and mask it just it won't work anymore yeah but just get a good hat <clears throat> i just want it to be i just want it to be a good man right i want it to do the right thing and i think that's why i surrounded myself and idealized all the heroes big or small you know even super mario go out and save the kingdom the mushroom kingdom go save the princess you save gotham city you do this you do that you live up to a certain ideal and do the right thing. That's well, why no. Captain America was always really important to me because the it was secret like, identity is right good thing. too. Right. You know that that's kind of like a draw too. But like I didn't I didn't know anything about Captain America until mm-hmm. the Marvel movie. Sorry, don't tell your nerd. No, no, that's don't tell I mean. your nerd friends. I think um, that's true of most yeah. people. Yeah. I had no idea. I just thought he was like the leftover superhero. Because there was, like, Superman and Batman and then Captain America. Oh, yeah, they made underwear after him, you know. Well, that's that's he's still actually one of Marvel's oldest. Ah. Uh, you know, Superman debuted in 38. Yeah. Batman did in 39. Captain America oh, wow. did in 39. So, yeah. It's a long time. There, He's 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 up there as far as one of their older characters, one of their <coughs> right. stable characters. But the popularity wasn't there until recently. I ah, I see. Yeah. What about you? How close or far are you from being? Oh yeah, yeah, Batman. I'm pretty, pretty far from that. I just yeah, it's fantasy now. Yeah, I would sure I'd love to 
you know. And it's a, a tad bit creepy if you think about it. To a degree. Yeah. But grown man running around at night in his underwear. But it's a more teenage boys. It's a little odd, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. I I I guess he's these are all kids that he's adopted. Oh, okay. All right. Michael Jackson adopted kids, didn't he? I don't don't yeah. <laughs> all right. Don't go there. Don't anyway. do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How do you cope with interacting with people that are or have traits of the ideal you wish to be? Now, let's go beyond just, you know, the impossible stuff, the superheroics, the perfect physiques, etc. Nowadays, okay. we value certain things. Like we, were t- we talked about this a little bit in another podcast about looking at other dudes and it's like, oh, yeah, you got perfect jawline or, yeah, good height mm-hmm. or good just all-around genes. And it's like, well, then you look at yourself and oh, okay. Yeah. So when you interact with people that are like that, how do you react? I mean, is it do you express admiration? Do you exhort? Do you feel envy? Cut them down with sarcasm, etc. I guess for me, it depends on my emotional state, and I, I know better. I, you know, I try to approach every situation as a Christian, whereas before, when I would see somebody like like you just described, I would be, you know, attracted and flirt and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nowadays, it's like. I don't know. Like, try to appreciate them for how God created them, you know. And if there are, I, I think sometimes you meet people who are first-class buttholes, but um, mm-hmm. you, you know, even them, you kind of figure out their weakness. Sometimes I figure out their weakness, and I, like, lovingly exploit it just because it's funny to me, you know. Right. Somebody, like, if, like, we live down here at near Disney World, and so, like, if you meet somebody who's a prince at the theme parks, and they think they're all that, you know. Uh, they maybe look like Prince Charming inside the park, but they look like Bob Ferguson outside the park, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, so, but it's like, I think for me, I, I just try to get to know friendly people and try to try to be a good example to the people, <coughs> to the other people that I think are a little bit shallow, mm-hmm. you know? Everybody, uh, that's the one thing I learned last week. Uh, I've I've known this for a while, but I really just got hit with it last week everybody's got a story of brokenness and how they deal with it is different than others you know Mm -hmm. some deal with it because they're pretty and they just put that face out front and then some people are just a hot mess so yeah Hmm. oh my turn yeah sure no you you can jump in (laughs) either way i'll go go. um how do you cope with interacting people um well i feel like considering like my background and my issues and stuff you know, in the past, especially in high school and some parts, in, like when I was going to college for a bit, mm-hmm. um, I would dwell on physical attributes and personality traits a lot. Yeah. And to the point where it was almost, um, I don't know, like it was almost vampiric because I wanted to like latch on to that and be like them. And so I would also... You know, let's say if, if certain guy, you know, was charming or sarcastic, then I would act the same way because mm-hmm. I want to oh, be yeah. like that. Uh-huh. You know, if I can't look like that, then I'll act like that. Right. But it's kind of, it's changed now, you know. Sometimes I see, you know, I catch myself doing some things like that, but it's not as bad anymore. And like Matthew said, I kind of, I had to like 
put myself in perspective, a Christian perspective, like I'm accepted by God and God made me who I, you know, how he wanted to be, mm-hmm. me, me to be. And I don't think, you know, I think that's, that's the best way. I don't know. That's the best answer I can give. No, I think that's that. a great answer. You, that's you know? exactly. But it's not something yeah. that'll go away. Like just like that. You know, it's no, something I had it's to. Something you can manage and make choices. Though, yeah, for sure. But I mean, if I meet someone that I think is admirable in some way, you know, it depends on my mood. You know, sometimes I'll just, no, oh, that person's good looking, hmm. you know, and that's basically it. I mean, what are you going to do? Right there. Uh, no, I, uh, the whole kind of emulation type deal where mm-hmm. you come across something and then you try to be it. I can, I, I can uh, understand that perspective. How often I do that is, is probably very low on the end of the spectrum. You know, confession time. Most of, now I don't do this a lot, but like I come across, you know, the guys, dudes especially, and I don't know, maybe you guys do this too, or maybe I'm just, you know, broken in the head, but I I size people up pretty quickly, and I it's not impulsive, I don't know why, but it's like, if there's a level of challenge there, physically or whatever, it's like, well... How do you take this person down? It's almost like the... You ever watch uh, the newer Sherlock Holmes movies? With, yeah. With Robert Downey. Oh, Hill? yeah. And this analytical thing. So you have a mind them. palace? Is that where you're going to? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, you, you break down, well, how do you take this person down? Uh, oh, okay. You know, you size somebody else up. No, like, well, I, just I know on exactly your... what you're talking about because it, it's the same thing with you looking at the characteristics of superheroes that were normal <clears throat> it's like you try to bring that person down to your level and then you try to rise above them right. almost but it's it's a bad reaction it's, it shouldn't be that way I, I'm not I'm confessing it because it's wrong no, yeah. <laughs> you know I shouldn't be looking at somebody that comes into the store you know 6 foot 5 and trying to figure out well if the time came to <laughs> throw down how do I take <laughs> this person down you know it's it's kind of it's odd. It's very macho All in right. a dumb way, which is something I really dislike about humanity. And yet here I am kind of struggling with that too. You know? Right. Well, uh, I had a friend that said, you know, you walk into a room for the 20th year in a row at a conference. And mm-hmm. you walk in and you sit down. And you think you're just walking in to sit down. But what your brain has done is a thousand calculations by the time you hit your chair. Right. And, it, and you basically say, that lady looks like she's going to talk a lot. I'm not going to sit next to her. That guy looks like he's not going to pay attention. This guy over here looks a little dangerous. And there's three chairs up there. If I sit in the middle, probably nobody will sit to the outsides. And I don't want to be on the front row, but I don't want to be on the second row. But you just go pick a seat. Mm-hmm. And your brain's doing all these things. So I think like what you're talking about, like I know after years of feeling less than, like I do size people up. Like mm-hmm. I do – you make it that's called you know it's the first impression you know right and that that first impression I always tell myself give people a second and third try (laughs) for the first impression because Mm -hmm. that first time you're meeting them based on your emotional state the second and third time maybe you're meeting them based on situation and reality you Mm -hmm. know so I I think I do the same thing yeah, and, yeah. That, and that, that doesn't mean that it's always that way. I guess it depends on how comfortable I am right. in the situation. Well, yeah, John even and, said it. Like, yeah. what's your emotional state that day? Or mm-hmm. Your mood, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
Speaking about ourselves, yes. thinking about ourselves, can you face yourself in the mirror with love, or at the very least, are happy with <laughs> your personality? Well, you don't find a personality in the mirror. No, but... So, <laughs> that right. question is inherently flawed. It <laughs> is, but okay. I asked it, ask it that way because... Wow. Yeah, okay, tell me, because that's weird. <clears throat> if you're not happy with yourself physically, yeah. are you at least happy with yourself emotionally, or mentally, or intellectually i'm sad because i eat so much and i eat so much because i'm sad <laughs> it's a vicious cycle <laughs> no, uh I, I, no i yeah i don't like looking at myself in the mirror one of my biggest complaints about video f- phone facetime stuff right now mm-hmm. is that it didn't come around when i was younger <laughs> because i was more attractive back then now i look at myself i'm like who's that old man in the phone you know i i just i don't like looking at myself okay yeah yeah, no, I, uh, I've, it's one of those things that's really, like, corny, but they, like, even when we were in leadership at the youth group, they yes. would tell us to practice this. I think it was Megan specifically that would say it, to even the leaders, go look at yourself in the mirror in the morning, and she would say, well, tell yourself something positive about yourself. It's like, oh, great, yeah, I'm going to boost my ego today, <laughs> you know? Uh, and I would just look at myself in the mirror and just go like, ah, forget you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it had a negative effect. Right, no, I just, yeah. I, I didn't, <clears throat> I can look at myself in the mirror and be happy with myself, but I don't want to, you know? I don't want to face that. And huh. I can pick myself apart just as quickly as I can anybody else. Yeah. You know, your own your your own worst critic. Uh I I go through again, here we go with you calling me uh what I what uh, I call uh, you. Can you say uh, it? bipolar. I did not call you bipolar. I, no, 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 no. Wow. I, no, 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 I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, you did. You did call me bipolar. Well, maybe not in so many words. I think I said, meant quote unquote. Oh, maybe not in so many words. Right. Okay, there's a difference. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm not throwing you under the bus. <coughs> what I'm trying to say is I, I play both kind of ends of the spectrum. Or one day I can be happy with myself and the other I'm not. Right. It, yeah. Again, it's all circumstantial and blah, 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 because we go through this again over and over and over again. But it's just like there's no consistency. There's no positivity that I walk out with every day well there's no negativity thank God that I walk out with every day but man the range of emotions can go anywhere right you know and that sucks because I can't just be happy about who I am in a consistent basis yeah because you have to be happy with who you are regardless of your emotional state mm-hmm. there, there was this guy I used to work with and he was he was one of my greatest enemies in the first year at SeaWorld, but after that we got along, and it was like he'd walk by a mirror and he goes, man, I can't wait for tomorrow. And I'm like, first time I'm like, why? What happens tomorrow? And he goes, I get better looking every day. <laughs> and then he'd walk by a mirror and he, he would say, don't change. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're the most egotistical person I've ever met, but it's hilarious. Yeah, no, well, that's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. But he was carved out of cream cheese. He was perfect. You know, um, he was like 800 feet tall and like perfect skin and like 12 years old, but he looked like he was 25. And yeah, just I never like we we look like twins. Mm-hmm. You know, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Arnold, standing yeah. next to one another. And so, but like when we 
when he left and at SeaWorld, he just he just like pulled me aside and like affirmed me and 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 told me amazing things about myself and just gave me like such great confidence to be who I am, you mm-hmm. know. So um what about you, John? Who do you see when you look in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> um well, actually I used to hate looking at myself in the mirror. Okay. But I mean, I've kind of grown I kind of force myself to just You know what I do? This is what I do. What? I just look at myself for like a minute straight in the mirror. And it, it's not like I don't do the whole, you know, pep talk thing. I just look at myself. And then I don't know. I kind of try to remember how I look. <laughs> that makes any sense? No, it, it does. Be, like you're the first person that's made that scripture make sense to me. Are you talking about the one with uh, yes. a man who uh, doesn't? He looks in the mirror and, and then he forgets. walks away and forgets what he looks like. Yeah. And I'm like, who forgets what they look like? But like, for you to say that, that's interesting. Yeah. You try to remember what you look like. Hmm. Well, because think about it. Do you go throughout the day and consciously just? You're not even looking in a mirror or anything or a reflective surface and try to picture your face. Mm-hmm. You guys ever do that? No. I wonder about my hair. Because if people <laughs> if people look at my eyes and then they look up, I'm like, oh, they're looking at my hair. <laughs> but why do you, why would you do that? Like, is that something? Look that, at myself in the mirror? No. Why would you remember yourself? Like, It, what? Just, it just pops in my just head. just pops up? Yeah. Because I don't know. I just feel like the own image I have in my head doesn't match what I actually see. Do you know Ooh, what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just a thing that I just developed. My mom looks at herself in the mirror, and she's probably not going to listen to this, but <laughs> <laughs> she looks at herself in the mirror, and she gives herself a pep talk. You mm-hmm. know, she say, you're loved by God. You're a queen. You know, all that stuff. I would suggest you not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. Uh, but uh, Well, that's good. I don't think there's anything wrong no, with no, that. No, no, no. That's yeah. probably a good practice. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I don't work out. I used to jog a little here and there. I gained weight since moving back from Wisconsin and like this entire year. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of found to just accept myself. You know what I mean? If that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. I guess kind of giving up, but not really giving up. But that's, you know. Yeah. I, you, you, always, you have a really good spirit about you. So, like, I don't see you as somebody that has given up, but like... You're content. I see it. I see right. a more level of contentment. But you have amazing eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. Kind you of hate like your eyes? accepting. Yeah. No, accepting compliments. Because, I mean, in the past, you've told me, you know, just accept the compliment. And I'm like, okay, I got to accept the compliment. You know, because. Yeah, he's, he's very good. I, I, kind, of, I kind of, you know, my, my, my knee jerk reaction is like, oh, well, I don't like this about myself. Yeah, a lot of you people know? do that. But like I had to just... learn that though because you'll never if you deflect people's compliments. But here's the deal: you deflect their compliments, but you receive their criticism. That's not a two-way street, you know. That that's basically I'll accept everything bad about myself. If people say something bad, oh yeah, I agree with that. But if somebody says something they see in you that's beautiful or or complimentary, you have to accept that too. You know, I would say don't accept the criticism, but we. We will often hear bad things about ourselves nine times out of ten. The mm-hmm. good stuff will negate. We end our sentences with a but, you know. Right. Well, I know my eyes are great, but this, you know. Mm-hmm. But I had to get to a place where I would accept compliments because God told me this. He said either I'm a liar and your friends are liars or you're the liar. 
And I had to accept the fact that I was the one lying to myself because all my friends were seeing good things. God was telling me good things. I was the only one that was saying the bad stuff. So. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> uh, what are <laughs> we just getting high fives all around? All around. High five to you too, <laughs> listener. Uh, <laughs> like a face slap. I'm just looking at the lines on the recording and it just went dead there. How come? Because we were high five. Oh, Lewis gets this nervous when there's there's pauses in the recording. No, like no, you no. You guys think we're in the middle thing. of an earthquake down here or something? Well, it could happen. <laughs> All right. Here's here's a tough one because I had to I had to think about these because I knew it was going to take me a while if I had to come up with them. Okay. But what are three things you like about yourself and three things you want to change? And how quickly can you answer that? Because I could. It took me a while. Like I was in the shower thinking, okay, one. To All right, hold th- on. It took a little bit. Uh, timer. <laughs> Do you want me to answer first? Uh, you go first because okay. I'm going to time myself. I'm All not right. thinking about it now. Based on, <laughs> based on you know, having thought about it first, let's go with the uh, – what, what should I go with first, positive or negative? <laughs> let's go positive. All right. Yeah. All of these are based, I think, off of other people and what they've said. Physically, specifically. Get to it. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I had somebody once actually comment on my nose, which I thought was very odd. Okay. She said, you've got a, you've got a nice nose. I, said, I looked at her and I said, what is it's okay. okay. All right. All so right. I'll, I'll take that one. Sure. I don't disagree. He does have a nice nose. Yeah. What, what, okay. I feel like I'm on a friggin', uh, <laughs> I'm on a friggin TV show here. I really like your nose. Golly, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Second. Uh, that was really weird. Gina likes my eyes. My wife likes my Aww. eyes. So, okay, I'll take that one. Right. And uh, and this one's going to be odd because it's going to come up later. I'm actually happy with my height. Oh, because okay. I just, I've learned to appreciate it. Yeah. Versus what it could be. Oh, okay. We'll Does need to talk sense? about that later. Yeah. Because um, I'm not happy with my height. Anyway, well, then go. The bad stuff. Yeah. My height. <laughs> Bipolar. <laughs> right. There you go. Bipolar. No, no, no. See, if I look at myself and then I put myself in certain certain situations, it's like, well, sure, I wish I was taller. Yeah. Uh, you know, I my brother, when we were growing up, I was taller than him for, for the longest. Yeah. And then he hit 14, and he was the same height, and then he just kept growing, and now he's like six foot three. Yeah. And it's not something that... I feel bad about it. I'm happy for him. You know, he's tall and all that. But you you, you just, it's bloody comparison, you know. It's like, well, it's it's stats, and you want to be closer to something else. Right. So what's your second one? Uh, second one, I had, oh, my hair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was watching friggin' Twin Peaks last night. I finished yeah. it, the new season. And uh, Kyle MacLachlan, the main character there. And he's what, like... The new season? Uh-huh. They, they came back. They brought it back for story reasons. It actually fits to bring it back 20-some-odd years later. Oh, okay, Torn go Peaks. ahead. Huh? It's What's a, Torn Peaks? It's an old a, TV it show. A weird show back in the day. Well, this guy, Kyle McLaughlin, yeah. was in the show, and he uh, he's like high 50s, now 60. He looks great, but yesterday as I'm watching, it's like, Damn it! He has the same bloody hair he did back in the in the nineties. Yeah, it's not fair. It, it looks the same. Yeah. And then I just, I, you know, I, I kind of knew because you figure out 
right around 18 when you start <laughs> seeing your receding airline, even early on. But it's mm-hmm. like, ah, hell, you know? Yeah. And I just kind of told myself, well, I'll just shave it all down and start wearing suits like Lex Luthor and Superman. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, oh, I still got a third one, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, good. You didn't think about it, so it's not that big a deal. Oh, well, this one's, yeah. This one's kind of odd. <clears throat> Facial hair. Or just body hair. Yes or no? I don't know. I don't. You don't like it? or you? I I wish I could turn it on and off. Because I like growing a beard, but then I shave it. And I don't know if you ever watched The Simpsons, but when Homer Simpson shaves, he walks out away from the mirror and it's back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's annoying, you know. It's, yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, that's. It's a physical trait that I could do without. I'm I'm kind of happy though that you'll never struggle with manscaping. That that's something that that draws me a whole lot of happiness. Yeah. Huh? Manscaping. Shaving. I know what manscaping Shaving is. I just anywhere. don't understand your. I just think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. I think it's a self, a, a self derived or a self focused generation that manscapes. Uh, it's probably still not a bad thing too. Yeah, an uh, excess. I would say so maybe. Right. Yeah. Let's all be the brawny man and chop down trees with our bare hands. Yeah. No. If you're gonna go and get <laughs> waxed every two weeks, yeah, that's kind of odd. But yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, so mine, no, I'm not going to go next. John, you're going to go next. <laughs> I want a little time to think. Fine. Um, what are three things you like to change about yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I want to say that I like my skin color. I'm kind of okay. like in the yeah. past. Oh, I hated, I hated it. But like since, oh, sorry. Yeah. I hated <laughs> my skin color, but I kind of like, you know, when I found that I was adopted and I'm like multiracial. Yeah. And. I thought, well, that's different. So I would say that's something unique, yep. you know, about myself. And then I don't say that, like, from, like, a, like, I just want to be different than anyone else. But, like, it just kind of, it's just something, you know, to like a little, like little fun fact. Yeah. Um, another thing uh, that I like is, I don't know. I guess I like my hair. I like my hair. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah, like having hair. I don't yeah. have like having I don't like having a colic. You know, sometimes you might see me going like this and that's yeah. I'm feeling my <laughs> feeling this. <laughs> it's bothering me. It's bothering me because I don't know what this means. I didn't mm-hmm. even know. Every time I get my hair cut, I ask the lady or whomever's cutting my hair, does this mean I'm going bald? Mm-hmm. And and they're like, no, that's just a colic. That's just you know the w- a weird way your hair grows. Yeah. And I'm like, you're lying to me. You're just saying that to make me feel better. Wow. But. But yeah, but I like my hair for the most part. Okay. Um, another thing I like is. It's not easy. I'm sorry. I, I should have sent you the questions earlier. So no, you you're fine. You're fine. About it, but, uh, now it's raw and real, hey? Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess my beard. I like how just how easy it is to grow one. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like my face without a beard because it's just I feel you know naked yeah. and afraid um three things i'd like to change i would like to change my voice i like i would love to have a deeper sonorous voice you know yeah. okay um i would like to i don't know be a bit taller not insanely tall but tall enough that i can i don't know 
Do, do you guys know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Tall enough, I don't, like, don't, don't want to be seven be, foot. Yeah, I don't want to be seven foot. I don't want to have to suffer through <clears throat> the body pains later. That it's bad, oh, yeah. actually. But, yeah, just six foot two, six foot three, sure. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, I'm okay with my height. You know, All right. I, I would stand to be a couple inches taller, but that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the third thing... Now, can this be like a personality trait yeah, thing yeah, too? Yeah, Anything you want. Yeah. Um, kind of wish I was just less more preoccupied, like inwardly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Some people just they just are and they just do something. Where me, I kind of like I always second guess it. You know, overthink. Mm-hmm. I overthink a lot. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can I can relate to that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think. It's okay, you know, because if I ever think about overthinking too much, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is a sign of overthinking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like six hours will pass and you're just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, so I have to be okay with the fact that I do overthink. Okay. Okay. Mr. Matthew Walker. Uh, nothing comes to mind. Oh, good. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, I would change my hairline for sure. Mm-hmm. I would change my height. Wait, what are we talking about? This is I'm gonna go bad first. Yeah, yeah. Change my hairline, change my height, uh, and I can't think of anything else. Yeah, my weight. Yeah. Okay. I would like be able to eat whatever I wanted, and then it would just like pass out like a hole in my neck, so I get the taste of it, but then I wouldn't have to like absorb it into my body as nutrients or or fat. They call that. uh, what? They call that binging or uh, binging purge. You can you get call t- it what you want. <laughs> you can't get a tape. No, I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. You just you call my emotional health and well-being what you want and poke <laughs> no. fun at me. No, that was that was very mean. And I'm yeah. very sorry. Uh, right after this podcast, I'll be calling the helpline um, and reporting my friend Lewis or my Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bully. Uh, he's a bully. Uh, okay, so now that I've discussed all the horrible things I, I hate about myself, uh, now what do I have to talk about? Positive things. Oh, positive things. I'm a great writer. I love to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also change my procrastination, but I put, I'll put that off till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the I would change. I'm a great writer. I am. A, mm, let's see. I'm a good friend and a great listener. Uh, and in the dark, I'm a ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> Darkness is great. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm a hottie. Um, Let's see. Uh, And I would just say the way I care for people is pretty good, you know, for the most part, unless they make me angry. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's good. Hearing you guys talk about those things is everything I focused on myself was just completely initially and exclusively physical. Oh, I'm... like I, I'll be honest with you. Like if I was six foot two, right. of the perfect weight, and had a great hairline, I'd be unstoppable. Of course, I also think that uh, my friend Kathy and I said this one time, and people are like, I'll, I'll tell you what people said afterwards. But my friend Kathy and I were talking, mm-hmm. and we both were basically said we're so great, we're so glad we're average looking mm-hmm. and average pretty much everything. We're happy with our lives, but we're so glad we're average because pretty people. They have tough. They have a tough time because people are always looking to their looks, and they use their looks to get what they need. And and right. like sin would be so much easier for me if I was six foot two, gorgeous, and all that. And I don't know that I would have ever walked away from homosexuality, be because 
I would have always had the attention that I sought, and it's not a good thing. And so being that average everything, it keeps me honest mm-hmm. to be, you know, to be completely honest. Um, and, and what people would say afterwards, oh, you're not average looking. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. I'm, I'm okay with being average looking. Mm-hmm. This is the way God created me, you know, and if he wanted to create me as a middle-aged receding hairline, you weren't always this pudgy way, little fat <laughs> guy with with a great personality you know oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a great sense of humor uh oh, yeah no. anyway all right that took me 35 seconds by the way no no that's quite yeah, fine. yeah. good job <laughs> how would being someone else or looking like someone else make you happy <clears throat> if i look like brad pitt i'd be a lot richer oh okay yeah yeah probably uh it will you know Oh, yeah, I would change my bank statement, too, by the way. I want a little bit more. A little bit more money in there. Yeah, I I don't know Sorry, that... Sorry, I'm still changing stuff about myself. Oh, oh, okay. I, I Recently, I was listening to another podcast where this was brought up. Yeah? Body dysmorphia. Are you familiar oh, yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And the different ranges of that as well. But, yeah. Uh, the psychologist was specifically talking about how she deals with certain cases and she had to kind of inwardly look at herself Mm -hmm. because she's going through all these different people that she viewed as perfect right struggling with the body dysmorphia yeah so i had to kind of think about this one and think if i was that perfect physical specimen i would still probably be going through this issue I don't know that there's probably to any... some level, yeah. Well, I, it's mental. It's not even just physically happy, being happy in my skin. It's just it's mental. It's my disability to look at myself in a detrimental way, despite whatever I end up looking like. And I just I don't know that there's any that I that I will be any different whether I, you know. And myself, or I, yeah. you know, pick whoever you want. Pick the next big movie star. Well, I, he he said something kind of good. He didn't think he did, but like getting getting okay with how you are, being okay mm-hmm. with where you're at, being content with where you're at right now. And because I think exactly what you said, the people that are pretty always have to maintain it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, if you see a snapshot of somebody with six pack abs or eight pack abs, they're gonna look like that for that snapshot. But they're not always going to look like that, you know. Um, the guy that played Tarzan, like he did the movie, like eating only like certain <clears> things, <throat> and they they wrapped the movie, and he went out and started eating again, and they're like, "You have to come back for for reshoot." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh crap," <laughs> you know, because his body was not like what it. So I right. I don't want to do. All, I'll be honest, I don't want to do all that work in the gym unless mm-hmm. the gym's serving pizza. Um, I'm not going to the gym to do all that stuff. But the, I have to figure out a happy medium because my I'm not happy right now where I'm at, but I'm also not going to be bodybuilder gym guy. Right. I got to get some level of contentment, like John said. Yeah. And so do you. Well, this is not meant as a. Oh. I'm not condemning anybody or yeah. condemning the thing itself, but I hate makeup. Well, don't wear any. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, I, I just. Well, you hate makeup in general? Yeah, well, I feel... I think I hate it, A, number one, because there's people that do not go a single day without wearing makeup. Right. 
Don't you talk about Dolly Parton. And then <laughs> one day you see them without and it's like, ah, you know, what the heck happened? Wow, that's super <laughs> because judgmental. No, because you've gotten so used to a certain view yeah, yeah. that you, you think that's natural. Right. And it's not. And I wish people wouldn't. Sure, makeup is fine, and please be free to use it. But like my wife uses it, and I know she wants the compliment, but I I tell her all the time, please feel free to wear all the makeup you want, but I'm going to find you pretty whether you wear it or not. It's not necessary. It doesn't enhance anything. I think it's purely for personal right. uh, satisfaction. Did you ever ask her out on a date and tell her not to wear makeup just to make an assessment? No. Oh, okay. I just I, I just wondered how deep it went. No, I just I just feel bad for people that feel like they have to put on makeup every stinking day. They can't walk out of the house without eyeliner and well, mascara it's, it's, and lipstick. Nah, it's kind of like a burrito without salsa. It's still a good burrito, but you put the salsa on it and it enhances what's already there. But mm. it's not necessary. Salsa is very necessary to a burrito. If you're going on a gala, not too much sure. salsa. Yeah. Not too much salsa. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just to well, I, there's a there was a girl that. Like, like raccoon eyes and like different palette, pallor of skin. You know, like a dead church. But like a little bit. I don't. I don't know. I I respect your opinion, but I don't think a little bit's bad. No, maybe maybe I'm just being an ass about it. No, trying, I don't but, think so. But like, I too made up. You know, on a scale of like, you know, Alicia Keys to Tammy Faye Baker, I think there's a happy medium. Okay. Who's Tammy Faye Baker? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so young. Um, she was a televangelist wife back in the eighties. <gasps> that 90s. Tammy, yeah. She was. I remember her seeing. She was in the surreal life. Yeah, she was. she was. Yeah. And she had eyes, eyes, eyes. Yeah, she, yeah. She had lips, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, hey, that was a pound of May makeup. May she rest in peace. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah, she was. All right. She was all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who do you want to be now, or are you happy with who you are? I'm happy with who I am. I just want to put a little more salsa on this burrito, <laughs> you know. No, I, I I feel like I'm happy with where I'm at now. Yeah. I I feel like here's the difference. Mm-hmm. I feel like where I'm not happy are things I can change now, whereas before I wasn't happy with things I couldn't change. Mm-hmm. So once you, for me, once I became content with how I am body wise and and hair and all that stuff, once I became content with that, like I love myself enough to strive for better. Mm-hmm. But there are yeah. days I just don't want to get out of bed. I would just be honest. There are days I sleep a little bit longer because I'm like, I can't handle this day. Um, or like John said, like being that guy that's out in front requires a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And are you willing to do the work? And there are days that I, there are days I do the low hanging fruit. I complete a list, like mow the lawn, clean the house, things that like are on my list to do that make me feel like I've accomplished something, but they don't. Right. They don't further any of my growth. They don't, they don't help me reach people better. But then there are those days that I'm emotionally stable, and I get out of bed, and I'm like, I want to change somebody's life today, mm-hmm. you know. So, I guess I'm bipolar too. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what do y'all think, John? Say the question one more time, Lewis. Who do you want to be now? And. Uh, are you happy with who you are? Or are you happy with who you are? I would say both. Because... Explain. I, I'm explaining. Okay. What, who do you want to be now? 
I want to be someone who can say that, like, okay, are you happy? I'm happy with where I'm at right now. Okay. You know, I'm talking about how I look and how I feel on the inside. Yeah. Um, but I know that I can be better. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Yeah. I'm not saying better as in, like, I'm comparing, like, comparatively, like, I want to be like this person, but better version of myself. Yeah. You know, as I get older, I start to realize there are things that don't matter as much. You know, as, you know, your growth with God and, and things like that. Um, but I'd like to, I don't know, not procrastinate as much, I guess. Um, be more, be a more loving person, understanding person. It's very difficult. Actually, since I've moved back here to Florida, I think mm-hmm. I've been, became a bit more angry at certain people. Uh, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> in general, I mean. But, um... <clears throat> Are you angry right now? A little bit. A little no. bit. A little bit. I Maybe. Like Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but otherwise, I'm okay with where I'm at, you know. Okay. And, if, and it, it's kind of difficult sometimes because in the past, you know, I've I would cave into what other people thought. You know, if my mom said something, I'd be like, yeah, you're right you know yeah but i would just leave it at that because i didn't want to argue back um but now it's you know i kind of i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say no i get it i uh who do i want to be now i i i'll say it because i know she's gonna think about it the minute (laughs) she hears this but my wife always says well you want to be jesus you want to strive to be like jesus that's the church answer well no but it's a good it is a church answer, but no, it's I also know. not like when she says it. I always feel convicted. And I like, do too. Yeah, like, when yeah, somebody no, would right. say something like that, but I just don't see myself able to achieve the perfection necessary to be that. And it's and you know it's a daily walk. It's a daily challenge to try to live up to that standard. And that's the whole of our you know, <clears throat> belief is to try to live up to that standard. But I just whenever she says it, it's like duh, duh. You know. I, I kind of liken it to like antique car restoration. Mm-hmm. You work on it a little bit more every day to the point that it resembles what it used what it once was, the glory of what it once was. And I mean I think that's that's the way you become more like Jesus. But it's mm-hmm. like I don't know, like when when people say that, oh, you want to be more like Jesus, I'm like, that's the church answer. That's in my head all the time. So I, I, obviously I'm a better Christian than you because that's just my automatic <laughs> software. So uh, no, but but it's like, yeah, but when when you're asking questions like this, I think it I think it's like it comes across as like an assessment to begin with, and it generates conversation. Like Rochelle, um, she's one of the, one of the people that listens. Like she sent me. Uh, one of the miracles from the Bible, and I think it was either Elijah or Elisha, went to the widow who had these few little things left right. to make food for her and her son, and then they were just going to die. Right. And he said, the "If you'll make it for me, flour. oil and flour, mm-hmm. yeah. If you'll make it for me first, um, you know, um, I, I can't remember exactly what was said after that, but he made it. She made it for him, and then he said, "Get all the pots in the house for oil mm-hmm. that can be filled up, and oil just flowed in her house." And so, like on our last podcast, that was that was a miracle from the Bible, you know, and that was 
the reason I brought that up is because our podcast generated that thought for Rochelle. And so mm-hmm. like us thinking about who we wanted to be or, or how we wanted to be or how we can be better will generate thought in other people, you know, and, mm-hmm. and obviously this, this is a Christian podcast, you know, I know some people doubt that, but you know, mm-hmm. they, they get dinged for judgment. <laughs> um, but, but like, we're always going to point people to Jesus, but I think what the world misses is Christians being honest, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't want the church answer. They don't They don't compute with the church answer all the time. They want mm-hmm. us to be honest about where we're at. And, and then at the end of the day, we always rely on Jesus to get us to a better place. But I think they just want us to be honest because right. they don't identify with us otherwise. Just like you identify with your superheroes because they're five foot ten or they're born in New Jersey or whatever, you know? Right. So... No, and, the, and soapbox gone. Well, Sorry. if you want me to be completely uh, frank, yeah, I'm happy with myself when I don't think about it. Right, and I think I'm just happier sticking the bad stuff under the rug. Right, it's probably not healthy in the first place, but hey, at least I function better when I do that. Well, at least you don't dwell on it. Yeah, you know. Well, how can one be happy? Piece of advice. We always try to finish with a piece of advice. How to how to be happy with yourself? What's one thing you would offer? How to be happy with yourself? Yeah, to other people. Uh, Listen, not to steal John's thing, but I and not to talk down to John or, or preach, but like overthinking kills. Oh, overthinking kills creativity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you spontaneity, like shows you that you're alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about like bad spontaneity, but I am saying if there's something you've always wanted to do and you haven't made plans to do it, or you keep making coffee appointments with with somebody. And you never make that coffee appointment. You know, I used to, there's this girl that used to work with me at SeaWorld. I'd just show up at her house. And, and back in Oklahoma where I'm from, you can show up at somebody's house. But down here, it was like, oh, hey, you, you're just you're here. Yeah. yeah, but I would show up at her house. And, like, we developed this deep level of friendship. Um, uh, and, and it was just because I didn't follow social norms. You know, I, I wanted to connect with people. And, and I was spontaneous about it. And... Um, if there if there was something I always wanted to do, I didn't make an excuse whether I didn't deserve it or I couldn't make time for it or whatever. It's like there's a certain part of life that has to be lived spontaneously, or you're missing out on half of it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, that's good. John, anything else to uh, <laughs> what you got? What you got? Huh? What My piece got? of advice. Um, yeah. I would want to say that whoever's listening that um it's gonna be like a churchy answer i guess but that's okay um that to remember that you know the way they are and who they mostly the you know how they were born is like the way that god planned it mm-hmm. you know um take that's it or leave it but i feel like um because that that was that was like big on a big issue for me you know i wish i was like this and that but you know i've had lots of stories where people tell me you know i like your hair your skin or whatever but at the same time i was told by a friend a long time ago up in wisconsin how like you know sometimes it just makes you a bit more relatable if you're a bit different Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense or like i don't know Hmm. that uh yeah, no, that's perfectly fine. This is going to sound really counterintuitive. Um, I guess this is more directed to people that aren't happy with themselves. Okay. If you're not happy with yourself, I guess that's okay. Just don't 
keep digging yourself in a hole. Right. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget, back in high school, I, I knew someone who said, when she was sad, she liked to listen to sad music. Mm-hmm. Because it made her feel worse. Because <laughs> it made her feel worse? Yeah. Oh, gosh. And she just wanted to go, go to the deepest depth of that emotion. Yeah. And then walk out of it. But I think, depending on the person, well, maybe that's an effective practice. But it's so easy to wallow, to just and sink deeper yeah. and deeper and deeper. If you're not happy with yourself, then just be okay with that at that particular point and work from there. Don't just keep going further out into the water of the ocean, letting it drag you out further, pulling you out further. Yeah. You know, listening to a song, watching a TV show, sinking into a memory that brings depression or whatever. It's just work from where you're at. Right. Even if you're not happy there, that doesn't mean you're going to be happy tomorrow like that. It's not. It, there's no light bulb effect where it just it's gone, you know. I, I definitely think that the same the same brain that you use to go negative or to go visceral or, or to go deep, you know, into the darkness is the same brain that you can use to take you to higher ground. Mm-hmm. It's the same brain because, you know, the way that our brain forms habits can be used positive or negative positively or negatively and so i i think i think there's got to be a moment there's got to be that moment where if you can't figure out what's going on or if you feel like you're pummeling that you're you're just um falling towards darkness you know like jesus did that for me jesus pulled me out of that darkness jesus mm-hmm. was and and it, and it came something as simply as oh my gosh my life's been this way for 10 years and God said he could do this for me. Jesus said he could do this for me. And I've never really given him a shot to do it. But what's the harm now? Because I'm already at the the place that I never wanted to be. I'm already at rock bottom, sort of, you know. And I'm not anywhere near who, where I thought I could be. And, you know, God got me exactly right in the middle of where I wanted to be. Um, and who knows if God didn't give me that dream but then he fulfilled the dream and then took me where I am now. And so, mm-hmm. you know, your your brain is a is a ridiculous, um, ridiculously powerful computer that can be programmed for good or bad. You know, and so I would just say, begin even small in small ways to program it for good things. Mm-hmm. So, well, we hope we made you think. As always, uh, if you want to reach us, we are uh, on Facebook facebook.com slash wolf sheep pod uh, you can reach me Lewis uh, email for the number four CS Lewis L-U-I-S at gmail.com Matthew uh, you can reach me at bigfishministry at gmail.com uh, you can also go to my website. Yeah, uh, it's back up and running, right? Uh, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you Oops. for sticking a knife in that wound. No, I wasn't. I know. I'm, I'm just sorry. Kidding. Uh, no, my website where my blog is, www.mattywalk.com, and that is my blog. And as always, we need to have a shout-out to Randall Moore in Dobbin, Texas, because I was corrected. It is not Conroe. It is Dobbin, where nobody knows where that is. But anyway, he's our field correspondent out there in Texas. Salutations. <laughs> uh, and 
Do you want them to find you or no? <laughs> well, I don't know how they would find me. I mean, I'm on. Uh, I guess you can me- message Wolf Sheep and then yeah, yeah message we'll me. connect you to John. Yeah, yeah. Do you know for sure. Um, but this is John Garcia. This yeah. is Matthew Walker. And Luis Cavado. This is completely <laughs> the opposite of how we go with this. That's all right. All right. Uh, yes, this is Wolf Sheep. Have a nice day.